From WXXI and the Little Theater, this is Movies in a Microphone. I'm your host, Scott Pukas, and before we get to this episode, I have a quick reminder for you. Our second one-take film festival is coming up Thursday, April 19th to Sunday, April 22nd. It's a celebration of documentary films, empowerment, and also features short films from Western New York directors, plus a virtual reality garden. The full lineup and trailers can be found at otff.org. That's also where you can purchase all-access passes and individual tickets. Again, that's otff.org. Now, while that fest is all about docs, today's show is all about art. Our April art exhibit is Off the Page, Creative Responses to Writing. You could see it in the Little Cafe right now, right this very second through Friday, April 27th. Uh, now, I love the idea behind this. It's very neat. The gallery is from 10 women in the same book club. Uh, they've known each other for years, and eventually the discussion moved beyond the spoken word. These creative book clubbers made paintings, collages, sculptures, and more based off the books they've read. Uh, we have a bunch of these creative artists in the studio today. Uh, I'm going to give you guys a chance to introduce yourself. Uh, Zan, we'll start with you, and then we'll work our way around the room. We have a full room today. Okay, I'm Zan Brunner, and I'm a painter, and uh, uh, we've been in this book club for, I think, three years. I'm Kate Dean. I'm a fiber artist, which means I do all kinds of things related to fiber, knitting, sewing, uh, weaving, uh, and anything else that I can get my hands on. I'm Connie Deming. I'm a singer-songwriter. I'm Sue Tkach, and I guess I would characterize myself as a mixed-media artist. And I'm Nedra Harvey, and I'm not actually an artist, but I'm learning how to be, and uh, I guess I consider myself the novice in this group. I'm Sharon Locke. Um, I'm an interdisciplinary artist, so my work crosses from sculpture, photography, printmaking, collage, installation, etc., all right, thank you. And I'm not actually a podcast host, you know. I just I'm, I'm also working my way to do that as well. So, so I totally understand what you mean. So, my first question, uh, the first thing that popped into my head, and I was wondering, and we talked about this a little before, is what is the name of the book club? I don't know who wants to dive in with this one. I will. Um, <laughs> off the page is what we came up with when we decided to have this show well over a year ago, year and a half ago. And we came up with Off the Page and decided to keep that as a uh, name of our group. That's a good, a good decision. I think that was Nancy. <laughs> Nailed it. So Nancy is our onlooker here, too. We do have another person in the studio. I'm going to have her doing sound effects like laughter or clapping, <laughs> all, all that fun stuff. Um, so how did this idea come about? There's a couple different ideas. I guess the idea to... Uh, go beyond discussion. What you think of a book club is just the spoken word. You just talk about the book. Uh, so the first part of the question is, what, what was the idea to do something more creative, do this art? Um, and then the next part is, uh, how did the decision come about to take this art and then feature it uh, in the little cafe? Any takers? <laughs> well, I think initially we started reading books and our our response to a lot of things in our life is to to look at it through the lens of our art. So I, I think that we immediately, our discussions went toward um, technique, toward 
artists that inspired us toward work that we were doing. And then kind of from that, it followed that we were going to respond with some art because it just seemed like a really good idea. <laughs> it is. It is a very good idea. Uh, anyone else want to add? I know when I joined the club that the women were already doing that. So I wasn't part of that decision. And that's one of the things that really intrigued me about becoming part of the book club was that it wasn't just going to be talking about the book, that we were actually going to be creating pieces of art in response to the book. Okay. And so we're, you know, we're talking about the responses to the, to the books. Uh, what are some of the books that inspire these creative responses? I have a list. Oh, excellent. Came prepared. Um, we started with The Artist's Way, and... I don't think anybody really liked that book, but we liked the concept of the book. And then Lizette's List, which is a very interesting book. And then Cat's Eye by Margaret Atwood. Still Life by Louise Penny. Uh, Primary Colors by Alexander Thoreau. Anthropology of Turquoise was a fabulous book, and that was nonfiction. Um, the Object of Beauty by Steve Martin, which uh, a lot of people didn't like, like Connie. <laughs> um, the Madonnas of Leningrad and uh, When Paris Was a Woman, which is one that Sharon recommended. And then we went rogue. Oh, I like it. I like where this is going. <laughs> Seek My Face by John Updike. Oh, yes. Seek My Face. And then we went rogue. <laughs> and everybody started reading their own books and then talking about those. Oh, that's interesting. I've never seen that in a book club. Did, is, it, is it worked out? Is it worked out well? Or? It, well, it did work out well, but now we're back um, to reading um, The Art of Rivalry. Okay. Which is a very interesting book about um, uh, like Picasso and Matisse and Degas and Manet and so you get some art history, but you also uh, learn about some of the things you might not read about in an art history book. Okay. And now speaking of art history, there is another fun aspect to this art gallery that maybe you can tell us about, Zan, which is, of course, the Little little Library, which is right out in front of our entrance on Winthrop Street. Yes. Um, I had seen these little free libraries uh in North Carolina, Virginia, places I had uh, traveled, and I didn't realize that they're all over the world. And I thought it would be cool to have one at the Little. And um, so Judy Goinger and her husband built the Little Free Library, and then Judy and I um, decorated it, and uh, and then uh, we brought it to the cafe, and Jim put it right uh, on the patio and you know we'd like to have art related books in in the library but um, that's gone a little rogue as well so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's a great concept and we're hoping that more and more people will when they come to see music or a film will bring a book mm -hmm. and maybe take a book 
Uh, we absolutely like that. Now I'm trying to think. It's been is my timeline off? It's been close to a year since that's been up, right? Uh, late it's fall. A, okay, fall, no, yeah. it's fall. Okay, not spring. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking it's it almost seems like a part of the little now. That's oh, what I was good. thinking, and it just it looks so colorful on the outside and it's fun, and it is it is interesting. Like I'll go through every every time I stop by and kind of look through what's in there, and it's okay if people go rogue. That's what, that's what we're all about. We <laughs> yeah, we, yeah. we don't mind if people do that. That's right. All right, let's talk a little bit about the actual art that's in here. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen this, again, it's uh, it's in the Little Cafe. Uh, you can get a preview, it, preview of it on the little.org. Uh, but these are interesting pieces. There's a lot of creativity involved, as you could probably guess from the name. Um, so I'm going to have you guys explain one of your favorite pieces that you've done a little, just kind of a brief uh, note about the inspiration and uh, and just kind of what brought about this piece. So I, actually, I'm going to start with this side of the room, if you don't mind, and then we'll go around this way. Okay. Um, my favorite piece was from the book When Paris Was a Woman. And that book was, for me, a love story between women. It was about also betrayal, support, a lot of a lot of different levels. Um, and this was in the 1920s when the Gertrude, um, what is her name? Stein. Stein. Gertrude Stein and Elsie Toklas and all these amazing women were there. And my response to the book was I did a collage and this was about the love I have for my dog who was the love of my life. And she had recently passed. And so I did this piece about Gracie. And it was my favorite piece. And you would not know if you saw this piece that this was connected to Paris. When <laughs> um, Paris was a woman, but it was very significant to me. And it came from that book. I'm sorry about Gracie, but that's such a well, lovely tribute, though. I mean, that, that's really interesting. And that's, I, I think even you said it wasn't related to the, the book as much as you could tell. But I think just where that was, where the creativity, where, where it took you to inspire this piece, I think that's just neat in itself, too. Uh, do we, you guys want to go next here? Uh, sure. Well, um, let's see. I think uh, probably my favorite book, the piece that that I did make one piece on is the anthropology of turquoise. And I like it because I finally figured out how to do something abstract. I'm a very literal person and watching women, these anyone for that matter, make abstract work, I always have to have it explained. I don't get it. How did you get there from this to that? And so I've been all this time, I haven't really made much art because I'm not an artist, and I'm really interested in it. I love it. But um, so uh, this has been churning away. Every book we read, I'm trying to figure out how I would do this, and I really haven't made much art. But that book, um, the book about turquoise, um, I discovered there was a very literal place in there about the um, how turquoise got distributed around the world, and it was trades... Uh, trade routes and trading posts and literally it made me think of a map so mm -hmm. I started thinking about a map and from that I used some materials and I actually took a photograph of it to make it look like turquoise on trade routes I mean that's kind of hard to explain in words but then because my husband's a tech technical guy 
he helped me put it together and that's okay these ladies are great they let you just do anything as long as you give credit so i'm not saying <laughs> i made the whole piece but i sat there and told him what to do for me that was fun too <laughs> you were the, yeah you were the, arch- the you were the visionary yeah, I, was the, I was the designer of it so for me this whole book club or it, part of it is this uh, examining a different way of thinking because i don't think that way about visual things i'm very literal and I'm very, I could be craft, crafty, really, um, making things. If I had a pattern to sew something, I can do that. But, mm-hmm. or, you know, but this making something, transposing something from anywhere to abstract form has really been tricky for me. I under, and, and when somebody explains it, what their piece is, I say, oh, I, I get how you did that. How they came up with that to begin with is a mystery. There's a mystique to art that I that has totally escaped me. So I think that's why um, I love it. I, you know, I love I love it a lot. So, so I'm hoping that that little abstract piece will lead me to be to do more abstraction. Yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I, I think what you're doing is really inspiring. You say you haven't had much background of being an artist, but that's really cool. You took a chance. You're you're doing this. Like hopefully someone will see this piece or hear this and be like, "Hey, I've always wanted to try yeah. something. Why not?" I mean, I think yeah. that's that's well, really fun. Well, it's about looking at an, another part of your mind and how another. It's like another kind of uh, intelligence or expression that I really haven't developed. And uh, just sort of being open to trying something new is it's interesting. I mean, that's why I like a lot of the movies that we play at The Little. And I mentioned our documentary film fest because there's always new information. You're always learning. And I, I think that's kind of what I'm getting of the of these pieces, too. You're always learning. You're, you know, you're being creative. You're reading. <laughs> Obviously, reading is a good big part of learning. And then doing something with that, was, which is such a neat a neat thing mm-hmm. to do. Uh, I know I'm praising this a lot. It's just a really cool, it's a really cool gallery. I really hope people check it out. Uh, so we'll go to you. I'm going to move this mic a little closer for you. Um, I think my my um, turquoise piece was my favorite, but I'll talk about a different one. Um, <laughs> you could talk about the when, same one. When if you want. we went rogue, as, as Anne put it, we introduced um, books of about artists that we were particularly um, fond of. And my, one of my books was um, the, uh, the Art of Corita Kent, who was a um, nun who taught in a small liberal arts college in the 1960s. And I've been, you know, a fan of hers since then. And so uh, she always incorporated words. Her, words. her work was very popular in advertising in the mm-hmm. 60s. So um, she always incorporated words and quotes in her work and so I did a piece um, of a particular quote of favorite of mine with letter forms and uh, mixed media and okay. everything. And, I'm going to kind of put you on the spot. Do you remember the gist of the quote? Oh or? yeah, I know the quote. Oh, you do? Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a quote by Pema Chodron who is a, a Buddhist monk and it's nothing ever really goes away until it teaches you what you need to know. Oh. So, um, yeah. Okay, deep. I like that. Okay. <laughs> Anytime you can quote a Buddhist monk, too, I think you're in the right spot. Yeah. You're, you're, you're doing it right. Yeah, so, um, yeah. So I used all, I used um, like circle zero forms, but also, also like continual circle forms and the word nothing, 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 which repeated throughout the piece. So, 
But it's also got the whole quote in there, too. It's great, yeah. I'm going to go back and listen to this and then just walk around the cafe and be like, (laughs) oh, okay, I got it. All right, we'll go to Connie next. And I should mention, too, that you guys may recognize Connie from one of our favorites in the little cafe performing. Um, And that's, I don't know when you'll be listening to this podcast, but Spring Chickens. Of yeah. course, performing <laughs> Tuesday, April 10th with Scott Regan and Steve That's Piper, right. another yeah. one of our favorites. So. Good for you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, um, I'm certainly not a visual artist either. I took one course in my life, my freshman year in college, art course, and I loved it because this woman made us go to the Boston Museum of Fine Art and just walk around and pick one piece that we loved and talk about it. Well, I could do that. (laughs) And I got an A in that course, but I didn't have to make anything. (laughs) Um, So I'm a songwriter and a singer, and uh, Zan invited me to one particular meeting of the club uh, when they were doing circle stories, which was an inspiration from Natalie Goldberg's Writing Down the Bones. You know, you, you may have, it's a creative writing book. And one of the things she spoke about in that book, right, is sitting around in a circle and telling stories the way the Native Americans did around the campfire. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? <laughs> Pretty basic, but sort of a spiritual thing. And so thanks to Judy Goringer's husband, right, or was it Judy, who made oh, these, both. whatever they, what are they, three feet in diameter almost? 21 inches. Okay, 21 inches. <laughs> Masonite circles, and I got a circle, and I didn't know what the heck to do with it. So I um, told a story of what had happened to me that week, and basically it was I had just watched three of the episodes of the Vietnam series, Uh Ken Burns, and was completely taken by this, by the whole thing, but by this one particular vet, John Musgrave, who just was extremely affecting and very articulate and humble and uh, appealing. And day after day went by, and I couldn't get this guy out of my head. I thought I was getting a little cracked up. (laughs) 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 What is wrong with me? What a wait. You know, the guy lives in Kansas. He's got a happy, happy wife. You do not, you know, you are happily married. You do not want. (laughs) He he might be a listener to this podcast, just to let you know. I don't think so. (laughs) Maybe, though. I don't think so. Baldwin City, Kansas. I don't think so. That's our market. That's our main demographic. If you're listening, John, I love you, but I don't care about living in with you. So anyway. (laughs) Sorry, John. But I really loved what he had to say and the Mm. way he put it. Because, A, these guys don't generally speak at all about their war experiences. It's extremely painful and Mm. sometimes impossible for them. So the beautiful thing that he did was... First of all, heal himself through bouts of depression and suicidal tendencies and drinking and drugs and being alone and miserable. And, you know, the Vietnam guys came home to to a world that, uh, what what did he say? We were met with indifference at best. At best. And he was extremely angry, grew up as a, a, a boy, a father who was a air pilot in World War II and um, army pilot, I should say. And everything that he knew about being of service to your country was a beautiful thing. He wanted to serve his country. And he comes home to, you know, people basically spitting on him 
and uh, he was very angry and very almost mortally wounded over and over. And so the fact that he has healed from all of this and been able to now get his pain out on paper as poetry, and then he found out, oh, I can help other wounded warriors do this. And now I can, we can have a conversation, which is the hugest thing. Now we can talk. We guys can talk about this. And when he said, you just got to put one foot in front of the other, in front of the other, and that's all you got to think of, one moment at a time. And that is all that I learned when I was trying to grapple with what, how to survive and help my autistic son survive, who, who is, as they say, nonverbal, mm -hmm. but certainly is loaded with language. Just because you can't speak doesn't yeah. mean. So he fought his own war, and we had this war to fight, and I thought, I want to write a song about this. And so it's called Steps, and Zan happened to like the song, and she kind of forced my hand and made me do a collage piece on, <laughs> on my empty white circle. And, um, and she helped me do it, actually, because I don't, I don't know the tools and the technique. And, and so that happened, and it's on the wall. And yesterday at the cafe, people are actually looking at it and reading the story about it and everything. So I thought, wow, <laughs> our show... <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be such a cool feeling too to see people like yeah. reading it and Oh my god. I've seen the most people I always have the idea that most people there's a few of us lyric maniacs, but most people don't care about the liner notes on the C D. They my husband doesn't even listen to words. He says, I hear a song my whole life and I don't really hear the words. So to see people interested in the <laughs> lyrics and and then quieting down to actually hear the song when it was played yesterday. It was really something, because you know at an art reception, everybody's really yeah. loudly talking, the whole room. So it's like, <laughs> you quieted down for this? So that was, a, it was a thrill for me to be a part of that. Yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm, I'm, the lyrics are so important to me when I listen to a song. And especially if they do, like what you said, tell a story. Like that's, that's the fascinating yeah. part. Uh, I think now since, uh, since Zan helped you with that, then uh, we'll need Zan to write a song. And you can, <laughs> yeah, and you can that's help what out I just said to her on the way That's over. a trade-off, right? We now need to make you write a song. You guys are all going to write a song now. <laughs> I mean, that's the only fair thing. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're almost almost to the end of the room here. All right. So um, my piece was from the story circle as well, my favorite piece. Um, and for some reason, I'm not sure why it popped into my head, I told a story about the day that I ran away when I was a little girl. And um, the only reason I went home was because I was sitting under an oak tree and... Um, a red squirrel was sitting up in the branches, very angry with me, chattering at me, because I was in his territory. But for me, I just thought he's telling me to go home. So my piece, um, as a fiber artist, is it's a little more difficult, I think, to respond to um, the books because weaving's a long project. Um, so I, I ended up doing something um, woven on the circle, um, which was a, a new experience that I, that I really love. And then um, I used a technique called needle felting to create a red squirrel. 
It's so really the circle represents <laughs> the sky and the trees and the bark on the tree. Um, and then the, the squirrel is, is a kind of a vivid orange because in my head he's, he's very vivid. <laughs> um, and um, so that, that was my favorite piece. Um, because again, uh, like Nedra, I have difficulty with abstraction. Um, so I, it, it just uh, was a really nice experience for me to do something different. Mm -hmm. I, I think memory is so interesting how like there's some things like I'll forget something that happened earlier today, but then it'll be like something that happened when you're a child and you remember it. And it seems like the details seem so vivid. You remember all this. And I think it's just so interesting. Yeah, it, it was. And I'm not sure why it came to me I, when we had to tell a story. I could have told a story about something that happened that week or whatever. But for some reason, <clears throat> it popped into my head and, and was yeah. very it's a good one. Very vivid. Is that squirrel? Does the squirrel have a name in your head too, or are no, we just he's nameless? Just the, the angry red squirrel. <laughs> he's just out there, angry with the world. We get it, squirrel. <laughs> Zen, do you want to talk about any of the the pieces here? Um, I just I could talk a little bit more about the circle pieces. They're in the lobby, and um, some spin and some don't. And um, I thought it would be cool if some of the circles would spin, especially if there was no horizon line and no words, so that it could read in any direction. And um, I was talking to Nancy, I was talking to Pat Pauly, and I said, I don't, I don't know how I would make this work. And Pat Pauly said, oh, I do. And she sent me a link to Lowe's, and it was a hard piece of hardware that you can buy for like $4.99. And it's for Lazy Susans or it's for inside your kitchen cabinet. So you can make something rotate. Mm -hmm. So that's what we got. Cool. Cool. And at one of our uh, meetings after we did the circles, um, Nancy and uh, Judy had us set up so that we could all put these spinners on the back of our circles if we wanted. So we have we have spinners and non-spinners. <laughs> I like that. Anytime you get spinning art, I think it's a real win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I should mention also, so Zan started about at the little, almost at the same time I did, right? About three years ago. Yeah. Um, and she does a lot of the behind the scenes work that you don't see, but she, uh, she curates our art exhibit and there's a new one each month. Um, and it's great work. So I really think that should be recognized. That's something that probably a lot of people don't realize. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it, um, and it makes the cafe so vibrant and fun. It just, it's so interesting to go in and see these different pieces each month. Um, I get to talk with the artists, do the receptions. It's just, it's a lot of work, and that's a credit to Zan who who uh, does it all for us at Little. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I do want to mention too. So we have a lot of the book club in the room, but we actually we do have some members who uh, couldn't make it today. Can you, uh, can you give a little shout out to them? Um, maybe some of their works, their names, yeah, stuff like that. Um, Judy Goinger, um, and uh, Amy Flack, who lives most of the time now in California, but she comes back to our for our meetings, and uh, she couldn't make it this month for the opening, but. Um, those are the only... Peggy. Oh, Peggy Abel, yes. Okay. And she's the one who designed our beautiful flyer poster. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's a graphic designer. And then we had the Shelvies that Nancy designed, and I was listening to a radio show, 
and uh, they were talking about Shelby's, which is taking a selfie with your favorite book. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so that's that's what we did, and Nancy used Photoshop and made us all in front of our favorite book. Oh, I haven't heard of that term. I can't believe that. I want Shelfie. to do that. Yeah, it's pretty new. <laughs> I, I'll have to do that. I have all my books ready to go. I'm ready to do this. All right, uh, anything else that that you guys want to add about the art that you'd want people to know if they're coming down to see this? We covered a lot. We had some good stuff in here. Start your own book club this week. I I should. We do have a little movie club if any of you guys want to do that, which is like a book club just with movies that we play at the little. Uh, Well, I guess I do want to – so what did you say the – I know it was mentioned, the book that you're reading uh, this month or currently uh, the book club. The Art of Rivalry. Okay. So if anyone's listening, you can join in and perhaps make your own art. Do you know what the next book will be on beyond that or do we not – know that far oh i don't think so we're okay we're on the fly pretty much okay yeah <laughs> you're ready to go rogue at any moment i like it what do you expect from a group of nonconformists? <laughs> exactly <laughs> we're creative people we get creative i'll have if anyone ha- is listening and has suggestions email me at scottthelittle.org and i will pass them on we'll see well maybe maybe you guys will have a new inspiration for another art exhibit that comes next year or something like that uh so yeah this is last chance anyone have any you can give like a shout out to anyone listening any secret admirers in another state perhaps (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't i die if he actually heard that it's my goal to make sure he listens to it He already probably thinks I'm a stalker. That's part of the piece, actually, is that I sent him the song. I recorded the song, and I sent it to him, and he received it, and he sent me a handwritten thank you note. So oh, that okay. made it onto the circle piece because it was like, So oh there is some God. history. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it's not it's not stalking. It's artistic following, I Thank think, you very much. Is, I will try to remember that term next term. time I feel like a complete stalker. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for for joining us. This has been a a blast. Uh, I would encourage anyone to check out this art exhibit. Again, the name is Off the Page, Creative Responses to Writing. Uh, It's showing in the Little Cafe now through April 27th. Uh, Actually, before we go, Zan, do you want to talk a little about the May uh, gallery. Oh. We'll give a little preview of that. I was gonna, oh. I was gonna wrap it up, but I'm like, we should talk about that. Well, thank you, Scott. <laughs> um, I'm having a retrospect of my work for the last 50 years, and it's called Full Circle. And um, I've been gathering my pieces and trying to figure out what decade each one was in, um, and that's what's happening in May. That's great. That's I didn't great. know that. Wonderful. Yeah, I've wow. been kind of under wraps, but now it's out. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's awesome. That's great. good That's such news. a big moment. That's exciting. And it brings the podcast full circle. We were talking about circles uh, as a the theme. That's right. And it just it connects everything. I like it. That was a good way to end it. So, again, you could check out uh, any future art exhibits, the current one off the page uh, at thelittle.org. Uh, you can go to thelittle.org slash art and check out the different galleries as well. Uh, again, thanks to my guests. You guys have all been uh, fantastic. It's been so much fun. Can't wait to go check out the art again. Uh, Movies in a Microphone brought to you by WXXI and the Little Theater. Remember, it's always a good time for a little break. And wrap. We're good.